It's all about fun and simplified talks in everyday life. This is You Thought Moments with Tony Lizard. So I have been talking to some of my colleagues in the radio industry, especially radio jocks from our network. And one thing that I usually ask them is how to have that perfect broadcast voice. <laughs> yeah, they get stunned on my questions and at the same time, overwhelmed. But they gladly answered some of my queries, which I would share to you guys. We can learn so much from them as budding podcasters, including me. <laughs> hello, hello, this is Tony Lizard. And today, we will be talking about on how to get your great personal podcast voice. What the fudge, Tony? <laughs> we all have our own voice. Of course, we all have our own voice to speak on, right? But even if we can speak podcast, we just have to fine-tune it a bit for our audience to have a pleasant time listening to our podcast. So yeah, I wouldn't mind having some pointers too. There are three vital areas that we are going to tackle. Speaking, editing, and post-production edit. So here we go. Okay, let's start with speaking properly. Speak with a conversational mood. Speak in a manner that you are just conversing with a group of people. Do not rush your talk and putting out loads of information in a snap. Chances are, you'll stumble on words and you get erratic message structure. So a conversational speed is the best pace. Another perfect speed is like telling a campfire story. You'll get a more relatable listen when you tell a story. You see, people connect with stories. It is the best way to evoke emotions and communicate your topic. There's a little theatrics here and that is somehow our objective. Putting some emphasis and intonation on certain words that would be kinda your signature. Another one is don't mind your pauses. Of course, you have to breathe too, you know. Yeah, a good practice really is breathing normally. Don't be in a panic mood when talking or you'll lose your groove. And worse, you'll lose your listener. And yeah, we don't want that to happen. <laughs> Another one is being aware of your speaking volume. A consistent vocal volume is ideal, but you can always do some post-production. <laughs> Yeah, a dynamic volume is okay to some extent, but in a way, becomes irritant, especially when a listener is already engaged, and then they'll hear some volume variations. Click! Switching to another podcast show. <laughs> so, keeping a constant volume is important. Having an upbeat, enthusiastic, and confident energy usually drains halfway of the show especially if it's a 30 minute plus show so a good breathing habit should recalibrate your groove so how do you practice uh, breathing for a podcast voice okay first of all you should do silent breathing okay number two 
familiarize yourself with your guide script. And finally, position your microphone correctly. A good position is roughly 2 to 3 fingers away from your mouth at a 45 degree angle as this will produce a full vocal presence. Also, the breath sound will be somehow minimized. Remember this, your voice is your personality. You should be speaking to listeners like they are a friend and that's how you'll engage with them. So, some general tips for sounding good in live or canned shows is Number one, don't worry about the likes or the ums and the ahs. Although it's a good sign of a conversing voice, but too much of it will be distracting. And too little of it will sound like a uh, professionally done sleeping pill. (laughs) Yeah, you see, try to eliminate some, especially in non-important sentences. That's where the guide script helps, (laughs) you see? If you fumble on a sentence, start your sentence again if you're unclear. It's a good practice to uh, repeat your words if you feel that it's garbled. It's a fact that we are in conversation, especially in live podcast shows, that we sometimes eat words. But then again, it's okay to repeat the entire statement or query. In fact, listeners can fully understand what you are saying. Okay? So it's okay to repeat. It wouldn't matter. What matters is your listeners will understand you fully. The key here is to deliver a message with proper emphasis so that your listeners really listen and internalize your thoughts. Podcasting is not a shotgun talk nor a documentary audiobook. (laughs) Now we go to editing. One of the most dreaded work in producing a podcast is editing your own show. I'll be bluntly clear on this. Do some active research on podcast editing. Even if you have an editor, you can always rely on yourself to do it at times. And besides, it will also make your editor perform better, knowing that you're a caliber editor yourself. (laughs) Yeah, the basics of editing is simple. Cut out some of those as and ums and cut some of those uh, filler words sparingly. Then, edit and arrange your podcast like editing for someone else. Yeah, be objective in your editing. Take out the non-essentials and repetitive talks because honestly, we don't want to have those uh, deja vus. Yeah, we don't want those uh, repetitions and deja vus. It's just that easy, but it takes a lot of practice to master the edits for that beautiful natural flow. Now let's go to production. I'm a geek out now, so bear with me here. Post-production is all about the finished product prior to releasing. Okay? It has to sound good. This is where the editor's secret sauce resides. It's all about tonality. Usually, 
they have a production mastering preset already. But the area that they cannot automate is your vocal tonality. In essence, they just use dynamics, compression, and EQ to get the most character out of your voice. For a standard 16 decibel podcast volume, you should edit in a lesser loudness to accommodate mixdown gains, especially when you're using a background music, okay? In the dynamics and compression, try to have an output of negative 21 decibels with a range of 6, at most cases 4, and this will give you a consistent vocal volume, okay? So your voice is already compressed, your voice is uh, heightened or lessened to accommodate that into a negative 21 decibel output. Now for EQing, there are lots of voodoo magic going on with different editors. But let me tell you a secret hack in EQing. It's all about reference training our ears, okay? It doesn't matter even if we got a non-reference setup or a non-reference audio gears, which in most cases we don't have. <laughs> okay, so here's the trick. Listen to pink noise for about two minutes before you process your voice. And after, listen to your vocal. Compare it to what you hear. Yep, we are going to A-B test. So it's a matter of uh, listening to your vocals and listening to the pink noise. It has to somehow match. Okay, I won't bash your brains further here. <laughs> a quick takeaway EQ for voice is cut everything below 90 hertz. There's no need for those frequencies. At around 150 to 400 hertz, this is where the muddiness resides. Usually, lower it down to negative 3 decibels. At the 1000 to 2000 hertz, this is where the core voice resides. So, I suggest to have a boost of 1 to 3 decibels here. And then, for the 2500 to 4000 kilohertz, for more clarity, boost it around 1.5 to 3 decibels. And finally, if you have sibilance or the S around, cut around negative 3 to negative 6 dB in the 3000 to 7000 area to get rid of those uh, S's. But do adjust in small steps until you get it to somehow have the same tonal character as the pink noise. After all is done, save your settings for your future podcast. That is, if you will use the same mic. These elements that I have discussed to you guys will not only make your voice better, but it will surely make your podcast sound more professional and engaging. And now that you have these three elements of how to sound good on a podcast, do let me know if this helped you in your craft. I want to know your thoughts. And with that in mind, this has been Tony Lizard saying, let's have coffee. Till next time. You thought, you thought, you thought, you thought moments with 
Tony Lizard. Have you ever heard of mouthwash? You shut up. <laughs> <laughs>